You are now listening to Sierra Unraveled, hosted by yours truly. I am a single mother who finally released myself from a toxic relationship with the help of God, of course, so I can pursue my wildest dreams. Tune in every week for some crazy stories, real life drama, and motivation to keep going. You got this. Last week, I wanted to record, but I was so drained mentally, I couldn't even do it. I feel like my energy was just off. I had to drive for a funeral last Friday from like 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. If you didn't know, I'm Where To Luxury's newest chauffeur. But I also drove in heels like all day. I'm so proud of myself. It's really just the little things. But the sad part is that I didn't realize how to use cruise control until I was on my way home. I know. That's so pathetic. I was like looking around trying to figure it out. And then I was like, I wonder if this thing doesn't have it. And then within a 45 minutes left of my drive, I was like, oh, it's right here. Lovely. And like my legs like cramping. But my calf did get a bomb workout though. Now one's just going to be bigger than the other. It's fine. So I wasn't expecting the funeral to have such a huge impact on me, but it did. Death is always hard and probably always will be hard, especially now that I'm a mother. A few months ago, my neighbors lost their daughter who happened to be the same age as mine. They were supposed to grow up together. My daughter and I were also on a walk at the same exact time that they were when the accident happened. I couldn't process what happened for almost two weeks. I barely left the house out of fear. It took me so long to even take my daughter on a walk, which I still don't even do as much as I used to because now I'm paranoid also because it's winter, but I'll still bundle up and take her out if it's necessary, but still. My thoughts became obsessive. I accidentally read the article about the accident the day after because I knew something was wrong, but I didn't know what. And I don't usually regret anything, but that I definitely did. The time of day became a trigger for me. If I was out on the road driving or noticed the time any other place, I would immediately start replaying what I saw that day and then develop images in my head from what I read in the article. It was awful. I was legit torturing myself every single day because grieving is hard, especially if it's over a child and especially if you're a parent. It just hits differently. Then to top it off, the accident was right in my neighborhood, two blocks from my house, and they lived directly across the street from me. I used to see her every day. Rest in heaven, Thea. So how did I cope? Well, I started researching on what I can do to lower the speed limits in the area, which was a bust because they said that the limit could potentially go up, which was absurd. I looked into getting a neighborhood committee together, but ours didn't qualify, unfortunately. I wrote a letter to the little girl who had passed, which is something I always recommend to anyone who's coping with the loss of a loved one. Just write a letter to them as if it's everything you would say to them if you had a chance before they left. I also reached out to a few of my friends to discuss my feelings. I looked for scripture to help me understand why she's left. And lastly, I wanted to get a volunteer group together to do a few yearly cleanups in the area to at least raise awareness of the speed limit and pedestrians for the time that we actually spent cleaning up the streets out there. I also wrote a letter to the family and had a talk with them before starting to take community action. I didn't and don't want to intrude on their grieving process. I casually left a house plant on their porch. I dropped off a panel of vegetarian lasagna. I told them to let me know if they needed anything. I still wish there was more I could do. In the meantime, I had to start focusing on my mental well-being. So ultimately, this was my deciding factor that I needed to see a therapist. It's something that 
I've always wanted to do, but I've put it off for a very long time. I have multiple reasons to go. I just never followed through. I'd reach out to see if they accepted my insurance. I've set appointments and then never gone. Or one time I actually started going for about a month or so and then I just stopped because I was like, I'm good. I don't need this anymore. I believe that I could just figure it all out on my own. That couldn't be anything further from the truth. I started transpersonal therapy about two months ago now. I began going once a week because I really couldn't process the passing of this poor baby girl. Right off the bat, my therapist concluded I was experiencing some PTSD symptoms. Just being able to talk about my feelings and work through them has helped me so much that I didn't even realize I was no longer obsessing over the incident. A few weeks ago, I was actually forced to drive down the street that the accident happened on because there was road work and I kind of just had no choice, but I was able to tell my brain it's okay. You can do this. And honestly, I never thought I would be able to do that. I purposely used to drive the long way around to get to my house just so I wouldn't have to look at that intersection. Don't get me wrong, I occasionally do get very upset about what happened. Like today, I broke down when I drove past the location and saw that there was a little memorial for her. One day I'll find the courage to stop, admire, pay my respects, and contribute. But for now, I'm just really grateful I took a leap of faith and decided to start therapy. Lord knows I need it. Today, everyone has become more understanding and accepting of mental illness. I've never been diagnosed with anything, but I've always thought something's not right up there. I also believe a lot of people probably question their sanity sometimes, particularly during this pandemic situation. I just want you to know it's never too late to get help and you should never be embarrassed if you do need help. If you decide you do need it, you also need to be ready to put in some work and be able to self-reflect, and I promise that's truly the most difficult part. I recommend doing your research about who you're planning to share your life with before choosing a therapist. Make sure they are credible and trustworthy. There are also different forms of therapy you might want to indulge in. Some may fancy you more than others, but the most important thing is that you feel comfortable enough in that environment to share. Please keep in mind that the first therapist you see may not be a good fit. Don't let that deter you from wanting to improve your mental health. It is really just as important as your physical well-being. Stay open-minded and committed to yourself because you are the most important. If you are on the fence about seeking therapy, keep in mind there are other ways to cope with life stress. I would not have made it this far in life without being able to navigate outside of seeing a therapist. I would start by maybe just figuring out what brings you the most joy in life. I like to be outdoors, I love to cook, and music has been my saving grace. I also enjoy do-it-yourself projects, the library, thrifting, and singing, although I'm not that great. Other examples could include volunteering, getting involved at your church, spending time with your loved ones, meditation, coloring, cleaning, and pretty much any other hobby that takes your mind off of things. How do you center yourself? Coping mechanisms that are not favored and will likely get you into more trouble include, if you didn't know, if you didn't know, if you didn't know, drinking alcohol, doing drugs, marijuana included, although I'm pro-medicinal if it doesn't exacerbate your feelings or impair your productivity, becoming a workaholic, isolating yourself, and food. I've probably indulged in all of these at some point. Nothing good has come out of it, I promise. If this is your first time tuning in, I am an emotional sap. I'm just like very synced with my feelings. I just put on this facade most of the time. Typical cancer, I know. I hide in this shell, but really everything is all mushy and gushy under the skin. My friends have probably heard or seen me cry more this year than in their entire time of knowing me. I just can't keep it in anymore. Which also brings me to Jess. 
why I didn't publish an episode last week. I'm not one of those podcasters that tells his or her story after when they're like in their 30s or even older. I'm actually living through my story right now and trying to document everything that's happened or happening because I really just can't do this alone anymore. I don't know who's listening, which is one of the perks about this whole endeavor. Um, By the way, if you come back and you're just a dedicated listener, please give me a good rating so other people can find my podcast. Um, But if you do happen to follow me on Instagram, a week ago I stated I would be off the grid for a little because honestly and truthfully, the craziest thing of my entire life just happened. I'm still processing, but I have a very good reason as to why I didn't give you an episode last week. Please forgive me and accept my most sincere apology. I was a wreck and I haven't been able to go a day without crying since that day. However, you should know that I'm okay. I am blessed and asking for all the prayers. I even missed church last weekend, which if you know me, I just don't do that. Don't worry, they post a live recording online and I'm going to catch up. But I appreciate you for coming back. Even after my missed episode, I felt so awful. Um... But I appreciate you. I hope that whatever you are going through in life, you have people to confide in, a safe place to cry, and can find the courage to start therapy if you need it. I am also just an email away. I pray I give you hope because God is so good and I really can't believe all that has happened to me this year since I got baptized in March. I was so skeptical then and at this point I'm like, dude, God can legit do anything. So come back next week. I think... I'll be ready to share what's happened. As always, stop letting them unravel you because only you can unravel yourself.